You're listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast, where we unpack the meaning of books, passages, and themes from Scripture. Join us each week as Dr. David Klingler walks us through God's Word and teaches the Bible. Each episode has a study guide available in the show notes. This is Teach Me the Bible podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Teach Me the Bible podcast. We are so excited you're with us. If, you're, uh, if you've are if you been with us before, welcome back. We're really glad that you're on this journey with us. We're, we're glad that you're uh, taking the step to, to dive deeper into your understanding of the Bible. Uh, it's our great pleasure to help you do that. If, uh, if you're new with us, I want to encourage you to go back to the beginning. We'll continue to say that over and over. Go to the beginning, start in Genesis, and carry all the way through because this is a story. And uh, the story start in the beginning, and, and if you pick up in the middle, it's hard to know where you're at and what's going on. And so we we'll encourage you to go back to the beginning, uh, head on over to teachmethebible.com, and you'll find all of our long history of, of podcasts before this. And so uh, go start there. Today, we are in the New Testament. We're in uh, Paul's letter to the Colossians. And so uh, last week, uh, we finished up Philippians, and uh, so today we're in Colossians, and we're going to see what it is Paul says to them. So, uh, Doc, if you would uh, walk us through the letter, yeah, yeah. So, it. so we're in uh, we're in in Colossians. There's, uh, you know, Paul says a lot of the same stuff, yeah, <laughs> and and just to different people. In fact, mm-hmm. Paul's theology is uh, is uh, comes straight out of the Old Testament story. Um, I was talking to one of our uh, friends and and fellow uh, professors and and uh, we we're just talking about how it seems like when we get to the epistles the story stops mm-hmm. and we go now just make it up you know <laughs> do whatever you want with it and find life verses and and uh, and that's really <clears throat> so far out of the the character of of the story mm-hmm. uh that God has revealed himself in the old testament to Israel um, in the uh, through the prophets, uh, you know, starting to quote the book of Hebrews here, in, in many portions, in many ways, he revealed himself to the fathers, and uh, and uh, and most uh, perfectly through the person of his son Christ, and 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 then he chooses his twelve disciples, all Jews, um, um, minus Judas, you know, you know, minus one plus one to take the gospel uh, to the Gentiles, Paul. Uh, a uh, you know a, from the tribe of Benjamin added in, uh, and he's also uh, so so he's a Israelite also taking the gospel uh, out to the to the Jews and uh, and and so uh, we we kind of miss Israel's role mm-hmm. in the uh, in the epistles and uh, and and so we, we you'll see this in the the we you language that Paul uses he uses yeah. in Ephesians and here in Colossians so. So if in Ephesians and Colossians, they're they're almost identical yeah, letters, yeah. Uh, with with a little bit of a, a difference. There's a, in Colossians, there's more of an emphasis on the um, uh, on the uh, the antagonist, on those who are, you know, the, the Jewish unbeliever. Let no one keep defrauding you of your prize by delighting in self abasement or the worship of angels, taking and stand in what he's seen, inflated. Because of his fleshly mind and so forth, and uh, and so there's elementary principles of the world that uh, that he talks about uh, over there in chapter two. So in chapters two, verses eighteen through really twenty uh, uh, twenty three, 
uh, he, you know, that's kind of where he closes in on the antagonist. But for the most part, the the, the letter to the Ephesians and the letter to the Colossians uh, is uh, is the same. Mm-hmm. Um, there aren't many verses in Colossians that uh, we that we refer to. I would venture to guess that most people don't have any memory verses in Colossians, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, the one passage that we use in systematic theology uh, in Colossians is in Colossians chapter. One mm-hmm. verses fifteen and following says he is the the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created, both heavens and earth, visible, invisible, thrones, dominions, rulers, authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Mm-hmm. He is the head of the body, the church. Well, now wait a second. In Ephesians. Uh, Paul talks about the uh, the summing up of all. That's how they translate it, the summing of all. It's actually the bringing together of all under one head. Uh, and the all that's being brought together in the person of Christ, in the work of Christ, are the Jews and the Gentiles, yes. right? Uh, and so all things, it's not all things. That's not in the Greek, the ta panta, the, the all. And so the question is, what's he referring to, the yeah, all? all? And so, yeah. so uh uh, so, uh, you know, in, in chapter one, Paul, uh, you know, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and the faithful brethren who are at Colossae, grace and peace to y'all from God our Father. And we give thanks to, to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you since we heard of the faith in Christ Jesus and the life which you have uh, which uh, you have for all the, the love, which you have for all the saints, because the hope which is laid up in heaven. And so he's saying the same thing. Uh, our hope is laid up in heaven. Christ is in heaven, and and you are in Christ. And so he's praying for you. And and the the thing that uh, that I was thinking about over the last several weeks in Ephesians and and then here in Colossians is that uh, that the Christ has come. He's laid down his life uh, for all who would believe. The Gentiles have believed, but there's this big gap in between the, the the reality person of Christ, the whole story that mm-hmm. comes with Christ, and their faith. You know, they they yeah. believed in Jesus. They don't know what that means, right? right? <laughs> uh, and so Paul is in the middle, yeah. and he has to explain this all. And so, so you know, since the day that they've uh, he's heard their faith, he hasn't stopped praying for them. And this is uh, core to both. Colossians and to Ephesians, uh, that they, that you, uh, the reader, would be filled with the spirit of knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding so that you walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. He says the same thing uh, in Ephesians. His pray for them is is that they would have a spirit of wisdom and revelation, right? right? Uh, Or here, a spirit of knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. The goal is the same so that y'all will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Uh, and so uh, he, he explains that he's rescued us from uh, us, meaning you know he, he rescued, uh, um, is he talking about Israel here? Is he talking about all the believers? I think he's talking about Israel. He rescued us from the dominion of darkness and transferred into the kingdom of his beloved son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of his sins. For he is the image of the invisible God. And 
And boy, there's so much theology here mm-hmm. um, in this story that that in in the Old Testament story, uh, God creates man to be an image bearer. He creates Adam to be an image bearer. Um, and of course, Adam forgoes that. He he wants to represent himself. Uh, mm-hmm. Exchanged the image of God for the image of corruptible man and of beast. This is how Paul frames it and right. states it in Romans chapter one. And uh, and so the story's looking for the one true image bearer to come onto the scene. And and as Paul explains in Romans eight and here in uh, in uh, in, first, uh, in Colossians, Colossians chapter one, we are being transformed into. His image, yes. and He is in the image of the Father, and so, right. uh, and so He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Uh, for by Him all were created, hmm. both in heaven and on earth, and and Paul is going to use that language in Ephesians uh, as well. Uh, in Colossians, he's going to talk about the the two types of bodies: we have a earthly body and a heavenly body. Uh, and uh, the earthly body is perishing, but the heavenly body is imperishable and uh, different types of glory. And so this is language that is consistent to Paul throughout. He's right. not talking about um, making sticks and rocks and frogs. <laughs> that it's not his... In atoms uh, his, and all kinds. Yeah, it's not his, his point, right? right. In him all uh, hold together. You know, he is before all, and in him all hold together. Mm-hmm. He's talking about, uh, you know, crazy... Uh, thought here that verse 17 he is before all they translate all things and him him in him all things hold together crazy thought that verse 17 has something to do with verse 18 right <laughs> uh, he is before all and in him all hold together for he is the head of the body the church he is the beginning the firstborn from the dead so that he has uh, he himself will, will come to have first place in all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and not in everything, but it, but in all. For it was the Father's good pleasure uh, for all the fullness to dwell in Him, right. and through Him to reconcile all to Himself. Yeah. Not all things. Yeah. He's not reconciling right. frogs to Himself. Yep. Maybe He does. I don't know. But but that's not the subject of the right. of the discussion here. Having made through the blood of the cross through Him whether uh, on earth or in heaven. And y'all were formerly aliens and hostile, engaged in evil deeds, but you've been reconciled. So he's going through the same argument. So if you listen to us in, in Ephesians, so Galatians, Ephesians, <laughs> Philippians, now Colossians, uh, uh, you know, if you listened in Ephesians, it's the same argument. Yeah. He's doing, uh, he's doing the, the same thing. Um, He's reminding them of the same thing, uh, you know, that, that Paul wants the Ephesians to know the struggle that he has for them, uh, how great a struggle I have uh, on uh, uh, your behalf uh, and for those who are at Laodicea and for all those who have not personally seen my face. So so this is, uh, this is Paul uh, writing to um, explain who he is, who they are in Christ, Mm-hmm. And look out for the bad guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, and the bad guys uh, are the uh, you know these uh, uh, these Jews who will cause you, entice you to go to to law keeping, right? right. Uh, to go back to what Paul's going to call the elementary principles of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I was saying, do not handle, do not touch, do not taste. Um, 
in accordance with the commandments and the teachings of men. These are matters, to be sure, that have the appearance of wisdom in self-made religion and self-abasement and severe treatment of the body, but are of no value against fleshly indulgence. That's at the end of, of chapter 2. And so Colossians is a is a pretty straightforward yeah. uh, book. He's going to go through all of the same uh, the same imperatives, the same uh, you know relationships between uh, you know the, the the wives being subject to your husbands and the master servant and the uh, and the, the the children relationship. So so this is all yeah. uh, very very straight straightforward. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, as far as you know new things, there's not a whole lot new mm-hmm. in Colossians. If you've read Ephesians, you've read uh, you've read Colossians. The one thing I would uh, would say. That that is helpful uh, in uh, in Colossians that that uh, really helps us to understand what Paul's saying in Ephesians a little better. In Ephesians chapter five, uh, when Paul gets to the point where he's going to say, um, "Be filled by the Spirit," um, passive imperative. Uh, here, uh, let uh, the Word of God richly dwell in you. That's that's the spot uh, where that uh, instruction uh, takes place and. Uh, and so, how do we know the instruction of the Lord? Well, it's through the words of the apostles and prophets. And uh, and so, um, beware of the false teachers. Beware of the, you know, the the you know the the guys who will lead you back to uh, to law keeping or try to to place law keeping on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find this interesting that um, that how how little Paul says about the Gentiles. He'll mention how the Gentiles live, but he's not, he's never over there saying, okay, now, um, stop, you know, worshiping, you know, whatever, you know, Zeus or whatever gods out there, you know, that, uh, that was in the culture at that time, Diana or whatever it is in Ephesus. Right. He, he's not doing that, uh, because these people have placed their faith in the Lord God of Israel, right? So he says, now let me explain to you what that means. If you place your faith, in the Lord God of Israel and his anointed Messiah, uh, here's how you walk. So they're not, he's not saying, okay, now don't go follow that. They, they have chosen this God and they're following, they're following this God. And, uh, and so the, I find that really helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's important that we, uh, that we remember this, that, um, uh, that so often we, we try to make the Bible say a bunch of stuff. Uh, I have a, a buddy, we were talking, um, a while back, and he said, "I've come to the." He was a former DTS student. He said, "I've come to the conclusion that the Bible is very Jewish." <laughs> said, Imagine that. Well, yeah, amazing. The whole Old Testament, God is revealing Himself to and through this one nation to the nations. Yeah. Uh, the most perfect uh, revelation is through His Son, uh, you know, of the tribe of David. Uh, the disciples were all uh, Jews, uh, you know, Israelites, and so. Uh, on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, um, and, and so the pastors, teachers, and evangelists; these people are to go into to proclaim these words uh, to the people. Uh, it is a distinctly Jewish book, yeah. Uh, and so that he would be warning them uh, to to look out for those who rejected their own Messiah, yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, clearly these people have an interest in the Lord. Um, but uh, at least from the Jewish unbelievers' perspective, they have 
misunderstood Judaism. They've misunderstood mm-hmm. uh, the the religion. Uh, they they're God fears. They're Yahweh fears, uh, but they have misunderstood uh, and believed in this Jesus person, and they need to stop that, and they need to go back to uh, join us in law-keeping. Mm-hmm. And so so that's Paul's uh, concern always. Yeah. Uh, and uh, well, that, and so be, that he, becomes a lot more explicit in Colossians versus, uh, yes. versus Ephesians, you know, right. which I think Ephesians assumes it somewhat, you know, that there's this issue going on. Um, but Colossians makes that very clear that that's what's happening, yeah. right? That they're yeah. defrauding them and leading yes. them astray. Let stuff. no one act as your judge yes. uh, in regard to food or drink or in respect to festivals or new moons mm-hmm. or Sabbath days, things which are merely a shadow of things to come. Yeah. But the essence, the substance belongs to Christ. Uh, yeah. And so that's uh, chapter 2, verse 16. And so... Uh, so Paul is uh, just explaining to these people that haven't seen his face um, that uh, the Jews and the Gentiles are in one body mm-hmm. in Christ. And that's the work and, of Christ. It's right? the work He's of Christ yeah. and, and introducing to them what that means, yes. right? Yes. Uh, and, and so uh, so beware of, of this going to, you know, th- these Jews who will try to subjugate you to act as a judge over you in regard to this, that, or the other thing. Uh, but if you've died to Christ, you've died to the elementary principles of the world. So these are, you know, so for the Jew, the elementary principles are the shadows or the things in, in the law that leads you to Christ. But once Christ comes, the, uh, mm-hmm. the, the partial is, uh, is, is done away with. Uh, and so if you've died with Christ uh, to the elementary principles of the world, why are uh, you living in the world, uh, you know, don't submit to, dis- to these decrees such as don't handle, don't touch, these types of things, mm-hmm. right? Um, therefore, uh, you have been raised up with Christ. Keep seeking the things above. Where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God and set your mind on the things above, not on the things which are on the earth. Yeah. Um, that Boy, that I always hear this. Well, you, uh, how do the people say this? You're... You're so heavenly minded. You're so you're you're no earthly good. You know. Like, well, Paul tells them tells mm-hmm. the Colossians to set uh, their minds on Christ. To, to seek, keep thinking, seeking the things which are above, where Christ is. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, and don't set your mind on the things of the earth. Well, what he's talking about there in that context, chapter three follows chapter two, and what he's talking about uh, is. Don't set your mind on the earthly things, the the mere shadows, the mm-hmm. the things that have the appearance, the law keeping, uh, yeah, of uh, of so uh, you know of, of you know wisdom mm-hmm. and, and self made religion, but have no value. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so for Paul, uh, the letter to the Colossians, the letter to the Ephesians, uh, very uh, very similar. Uh, and, uh, you know, and so we'll just, uh, kind of leave it at that. There's not a, a whole lot more to say. We could yeah. go through and rehearse Ephesians again or re- rehearse Colossians. But if yeah. you've, if you've read Ephesians, you've read Colossians, um, right. uh, with uh, a little bit of, uh, additional warning about, uh, about the, the, the false teachers, the, mm-hmm. the Judaizers. Other yeah. than that, it's, uh, yeah. it is, it, it is the same. Yeah. Uh, the same letter. Well, and even on top of that, you know, that's, that might be something good to mention to the listeners is you know, this 
problem, this antagonist, this, you know, issue of returning to the quote unquote elementary principles is consistent through most of Paul's letters, oh, yeah. if not all of them. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And so you're going to see that over and over. And, and, and if you have a study Bible or something, you know, you might, you might see comments of, you know, what people sort of speculating as to what the problem is in Colossians or in all these books. But one of the things we hope you see is that this problem's consistent. Yeah. It's, and the, it's, the, it's the, the, tracked through the book of Acts, right? Yeah. Just, just walk with Paul, read, uh, you know, pick up Acts chapter 8, 9, 10, 11, start reading, you know, and Paul starts to become a central figure and is, yeah. you know, going out uh, past chapter 15 of Acts. It's, it's all Paul. And uh, and read what, you know, who are the antagonists? You know, th- there are some some Gentile antagonists, some, some folks cause, but for the most part, mm-hmm. everywhere Paul goes, Paul is running into the Judaizers. And, That's right. And they... Um, their struggle, their their frustration with Paul is that he's leading these Gentiles astray. Yeah, uh, at least in their mind. Right. Uh, and and so this is a continued problem for Paul's ministry, mm-hmm. uh, and Paul addresses it in almost every letter, uh, in Galatians, uh, in Philippians for sure, in Colossians here, uh, in First and Second Timothy, uh, in uh, in Titus, uh, it's there. Um, you know, first and second Corinthians. It's it's all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the guys that are causing a lot of problems for him. That's good. So some things to remember that uh, uh, we're talking about in the first chapter is God brings all people, Jews and Gentiles, together in the body, and and also Colossians is kind of a sister book to Ephesians. And so as you're kind of doing your studying and reading, read them together, see how they complement each other. Absolutely. Yeah. So very good. Well, thanks for walking us through that. Um, Next week, we're going to pick up with the first letter to the Thessalonians. And so um, join us next week for that. We're excited. Thanks for listening to Teach Me the Bible podcast. Our desire is to use the power of God's word to change lives. For more information, download our app. Join us next week for another episode of Teach Me the Bible.